Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause. Happy Wednesday, Edwin. Happy Wednesday, Andrew. Man, we're rolling through this week. We are. It's already the day to ask about, are you wearing any Wednesday socks? Let's see. Wearing Wednesday socks. You know, it's a funny thing. Um... I I uh, I got some uh, socks from some friends, uh-huh. you know, but the the family no, not not really any socks this year. No, oh. so I mean uh, I guess. Are you wearing your friend's socks? I'm just wearing some hiking socks. Ah, actually. wearing hiking just, socks. Yeah, I'm wearing the door. classic Pac-Man. Oh yeah, classic yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah, classic Pac-Man. Let's cool. see it. Oh, sure. prove it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, oh, I like absolutely. that blue. That pops. So, you know, that goes back to my heyday of video games. When it got past a joystick and a fire button or the trackball and a fire button, I was no longer any good at it. Yeah, but. you were like uh, Pong now. I was a master <laughs> at Pong. I was a master at Pong. <laughs> these kids these days <laughs> with their Qbert. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Pac-Man, Centipede, that was about the, that, that was my extent so awesome. <laughs> anyway, so All right, man. I have socks to memorialize it, but today we want to move on in John 18. John Why don't you 18. go ahead and read something for us? All right, man. So we're going to co- kick off the chapter again. I'm going to read the first 11 verses uh, as we talk about trusting the Lord and trusting God. John 18 and verses 1 through 11. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. And Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, Whom are you seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. He said to them, I am he, and Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. Now when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way, that the saying might be fulfilled, which he spoke of those whom you gave me, I have lost to none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? As I said on Monday, I've been reading these stories with uh, these accounts with a little bit different ear because of a book that I've, I've read about the character of Jesus, picking up on statements and how the words reflect the heart of Jesus, draw out what's going on. And, and there's another statement here in this first paragraph. Um, initially, it had, was going to be Monday's discussion because it's in the first paragraph, but I realized that it lines up a whole lot better with today's meditation uh, exercise that goes along. You know, we're doing the paths of righteousness as we read. So on Monday, we ask folks to think about how this chapter will help you praise God. Mm-hmm. And on Tuesday, what admonition you get. And on Wednesday, the trust. trust. And of course, tomorrow will be hope and Friday sharing. So today's the tea. And really, there's this statement that to me demonstrates trust and Jesus showing trust. And it's, it's this, what John says for us is that Jesus knowing all things that would happen to him. 
So I guess this is not necessarily the words of Jesus. So, but but just that statement that John says, knowing all the things that would happen to him, Jesus stepped forward. Mm-hmm. Jesus stepped yeah. forward. Uh, here's it's here's a powerful how, thing. Yeah, because here's how it would be written if this were about Edwin. Edwin, knowing all the things that were about to come upon him, ran for the hills. <laughs> Whom do you seek? We're seeking Edwin of Tampa. I don't know that guy. I'm out of here. <laughs> Well, again, this is where we have some variation between John's account written much later than the synoptics. The synoptics will go ahead and explain they had been in the garden for a while and Jesus had been praying and praying very fervently about this moment and about this time. Yeah. And then the troops come and arrive. Yes. Uh, it's it's something just geographically. The Garden of Gethsemane sits really at the base of the Mount of Olives and it's not far at all across the Brook Kidron. From a particular gate in the in the in the in the wall of Jerusalem where the temple is, and all of that to say, you pointed out in, one, in an earlier program this week about the darkness of that time, and and all you see is things by torchlight. But you would be able to witness the 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 troops. Judah, you wouldn't be able to make out the face of Judas probably, but a whole bunch of guys with torches leaving the city and coming your way. You would see that. I well, mean, you just wouldn't not see that. Notice also, let me just go back and start with verse 1 again in John 18. When Jesus had spoken these words, now that's the, that's the prayer of John 17. Mm-hmm. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Yes, yes. Now listen to how John sets this up. They're going where they always go. Mm-hmm. They're going... Jesus is taking them. He knows Judas knows the place. Yeah. Remember from the previous chapters, he knows Judas is going to betray him. Yeah. So just the mere fact that they are in this garden, mm-hmm. just the mere fact that they are here at this place, a place where Judas knows about, a place Jesus knows Judas is going to betray mm-hmm. him, and he takes these disciples where he always takes them. I think about uh, the, the account of Daniel. Mm-hmm. where the law was written against praying to any other God, yeah. what does Daniel do? He goes to the place where he goes three Always times a prays. day, and he prays again, yeah, looking out cool. his window toward Jerusalem. He knows the law is against it, but he just keeps doing this thing he always does. Here, Jesus, he knows Judas is going to betray him. He knows Judas knows this place because this is where they always go. He takes the disciples here anyway. Yeah. Now, now I think in the past, I would have just read through this. Okay, yeah, this is what's going on. But what I'm seeing in Jesus right now is I'm trusting God. Mm -hmm. Jesus is trusting the Father. He is trusting God. He's like, look, I'm just going to keep doing what I always do. The Father has a plan for this, and I'm going to do it. Now, as you pointed out, the other Gospels show he's struggling. And so what does he do to shore up his strength? He spends hours in right. prayer. Yeah. He spends hours in prayer. Not my will, but your yours be done. I know the plan you have coming. I'd really like for it not to happen that way. <laughs> so that's what he's praying. But not my will, yours be done. Yeah. And he's willing to admit who he is. So now's the moment of betrayal. And here's Judas. And Judas is with them. And yeah. evidently betrays him by a kiss the synoptics talk about. Yeah. But in the conversation with the authorities, Jesus isn't like, who are you? Why are you kissing me? No, my name is Peter. <laughs> he says, I am he. And, and again, by the A way, that's a couple of times he's confessing himself to this crowd. And that's that ego a me statement yes, again. Yes. So I here, am. here in that moment when Jesus is confessing who he is, he does use that phrase. 
I am. Mm -hmm. Again, I understand there's multiple ways for it to be translated. It's not a bad translation here. It's just, but boy, here in this moment, I am, which may give us a little bit of insight as to why there's the backing off, the falling down. Maybe there's just, just some power as these guys are hearing this I am and its connection back to Moses at the burning mm-hmm. bush and and the the realization they also know the stories of Jesus and the power that he has demonstrated and so there might just be some fear of we're going to meet Jesus and who knows what's going to happen just cuz cuz he has that kind of power think about this Jesus has demonstrated himself to be in the vein of prophets. Yes. And I remember one of the prophets, well, you know, mm. the king sent some soldiers to go get that prophet. And do you remember what happened when the king sent those soldiers to get that prophet? You're talking about, I'm thinking about the prophet Elijah and (laughs) fire got called down on those soldiers. Absolutely. Ah, So maybe we've got that going on is why we're we're falling back. We know that he has demonstrated himself to be in the vein of the prophets. The prophets. And this, this is a frightening prospect to come attack one of God's prophets. But he's just saying, look, I'm the guy. Mm -hmm. I am. I am he. And so he takes it. But but again, so he, the trust. He, he takes them where he always he takes the disciples where he always takes them. He takes them where Judas knows about. I think, as you've pointed out, there, there's already the ability to see as these torches are heading that way. Yeah, he's got and a he chance stays. to run. He doesn't run. He doesn't run. Instead, he stays there praying. Mm-hmm. And now when they ask, he says, I am he. What we see here is an incredible amount of trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for me. It's easy to trust. It's easy to trust God when what's happening is people coming and patting me on the back for a good sermon. Sure. Oh, that was a good sermon, Brother Edwin. I, I really love that yeah. sermon. Oh, yeah. I'm going to trust God for that one. Okay. You know, it's it's maybe even easy for me to trust God when things get a little bit dicey, but it's like, hey, I'm going to trust God that he's going to save me at the last minute. Mm. You know, something something's going to happen. Sure, it's going to look dark for a moment, but uh, but at the last minute, he's going to save me. Yeah. But Jesus knows that there is no saving here. He is he's going to get ridiculed. He's going to get mocked. He's going to get beaten. He's going to have a crown of thorns mm. shoved down on his yeah. head. He's yeah. going to get scourged. The skin is going to be ripped from his body. He's going to endure that at the hands of Romans, not Jews. And so there's no limit. You know, there's no, well, at least it'll only be 39 stripes. But I, I don't even know how you could survive that with the scourge. But And then he's going to get nailed to a cross, and he's just going to die. Yeah. He's going to die. There's not going to be a hero swooping in at the last moment that's going to save him from the pain and the torment and the agony. He's going to go through every bit of that. And whatever was going on when he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And however you want to describe yeah. that. And I know there's disagreement about it, but however, there's something truly horrific going on in Jesus' heart and soul and mind at that time and his experience. And he knows it's all coming. Yeah. And he steps forward because mm-hmm. he says, hey. Your plan, Father, is the plan. I'm going to trust it. Whatever you do with me, whatever whatever you've got in store for me, I'm, I'm just going to walk into it. I'm going to step into it. And I have to be so thankful that he did. I have to be, yes. Because I know that he did it for me. Yeah. I know that he did it for you. And if only one person was to, was to, to have the forgiveness of their sins and be redeemed in Christ, he had to do all that for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's just a powerful thing. Tr- and, Knowing and, all, he did it. And, you know, on this other side, I can look back and be like, oh, yes, 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 I could do that. Man, as I'm just, I'm letting the story just filter through my heart and mind and putting myself in Jesus' shoes. 
and recognizing hours of prayer, <laughs> hours of prayer hours got him to, prayer. to yeah. this place yeah. of, of being able to face that and, and trust the Father. If I'm going to trust God the way Jesus trusts God, I've got to spend time in prayer. Yeah. I've, I've got to be exercising godliness because it's a value in this life and in mm-hmm. the life to come. Mm-hmm. I, I, of course, yeah. understand that for Jesus where the deliverance came is when after death, he was victorious against death, mm-hmm. and he broke the bonds of the tomb and Sheol and the grave, All and how that. amazing that is. Yeah. And, of course, what that gives me hope of is that I also will break the bonds of the tomb mm-hmm. and the grave and Sheol, and I'm looking forward to that kind of resurrection life. I have to trust God to get there. Yeah. I have to trust God, and it's like, okay, so now I think about Paul with the thorn in the flesh where he prayed three times for it to be removed, but God said, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm. What if, I'm, I'm facing the thorn, whether that's some type of physical malady or some type of situation I'm in or, or the struggle. I've got to bear my own cross, Jesus says uh, in Luke chapter 14. I've got to take it up. I'm Okay, wherever God is going to be leading me, let's right. just trust God in the end, resurrection, when I trust God. Amen. We're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Uh, we'd love for you to share this podcast with a friend, rate it, review it, it helps people find it. And we just appreciate so much you spending time in the Word with us today. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to open up your Word and, and to study it, Father, to consider the power of trust and this example that Jesus set for us and knowing all things and what it meant, he, he took those steps, Father, in faith and trust in you, and he bore the burden and he paid the price for my sins, uh, for the sins of the world. And I, I thank you, Lord, and I pray, Father, that I might grow in the discipline of prayer and build my trust so that when I have the opportunity to step forward, even knowing it might bear a high cost, Father, to be faithful to you, that I will take that step like my Lord. I pray that for all who are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.